This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. And good afternoon. We are live, and our phone lines are open, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Old coins, silver, (laughs) gold, maybe statues, art, fine china, antique toys, sports memorabilia, anything you have lying around your house or that you own you think might have some special value, you can call in now and get uh, a free assessment from an expert in stuff, a guy who has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically finding value where other people's couldn't see it. His name is Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures on A&E. How you doing, man? What kind of week was it? Hey, we had a great week. And Bogart's here as well. He's, a, he's an expert in training. He's trying to learn all the stuff <laughs> I know. But, no, we had a fantastic week. Bogart emptied a house completely right down to the bare bones. We ended up uh, buying 20,000 comic books from one collection. We're looking at another 4,000 maybe tomorrow. We bought and sold maybe, I think, about 3,100 ounces of silver um, and several ounces of gold and melted for a lot of people. And uh, I'm looking at another whole house full. But besides that, I did nothing this week. That's the best I way like to I like to hear it. that. That's no, good. No, I was working all week long. And we got an accident. This is going to be a great show today as well because we actually have some stuff we're going to ask uh, the listeners to help us out with. Bo- Bogart and I need some help. We need help for props because we're doing some YouTube stuff, okay? And we're going to, be, we're going to have a channel on, but we need, we need props for two different things, one YouTube channel and another YouTube project that we're going to be working on. And some of the things we need are actually, we need, you know those old uh, cell phones that had like a nine-pound battery on them? And you had yeah, the phone, you had to carry it around? We need one of those. We need a Gerald converter. Not the ones that were wireless. We need a wired one with a wire actually attached to the TV. Either that or a VCR. Wait, a nine-pound battery? No, no. There used to be TVs. It just means a large one. That's, a like large a, one. that's like a desk. No, it can weigh a old little school less. Old school one. People I'm not lying around the house, but... Of course, you know, Paul, what you've done here is you've generated every every Sunday at 1, you've created a whole audience of sharks, negotiators. They're going to want money for this stuff. Um, but they're not going to pay much. I'm not going to pay a lot. I'm using them for props. No, I'm, okay, I'm asking these. Enough. There's a lot of stuff people do have that's really good. But these things here we just need for special effects and for props. I need a TV that has a wired remote to it, where remote control for changing the channels was wired to the TV. Bogart has never even seen one of these. Okay, that's how old. I've seen wires before. You've seen wires. You ever seen a wire connected to the TV? And you wonder what's yeah, that that's for? Wild. There's not a chance hey, that wait. exists. Yeah. Let me do some housekeeping. So your guy, you guys have a store. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie. And uh, you guys are open regular working hours during the week. You guys also have a YouTube channel where you're showing off some of your rarer items. If you're listening right now and you go, I want to see some of the stuff that he's talking about on the radio, some of these rare items, you can go to YouTube. Just log on and go to the channel. Just do a search for the words for what it's worth. That's the name of their new channel. I think there's already like 20 different pieces of gold and rare collectibles you can click around. Every video is around a minute or two, all the finest details about these items. But that's uh, another avenue you guys are going down. So now you have a YouTube channel that people can enjoy. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to have some fun. And we're going to try and help people out and educate them a bit. And even Bogart's going to learn something. He's going to help me with these YouTubes. And is that what I say, YouTube? No, it's a YouTube. It's not YouTube. There's not multiple of them. But anyway. Okay, that's why I have Bogart here to keep me in line here, right? He's always doing that. Okay, well, listen. 
let's let's keep going here. Uh, your our phone number at the station. If you have an item that you'd like a free appraisal of by two experts, our number is four one six three six zero zero seven forty. That's four one six three six zero zero seven forty. If you're out of town, it's one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. That's one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Our first caller, I believe, is Walter in London. Walter, how are you? Hello. Hey, Walter, what do you got, man? Hello. Walter? Hello? Yeah. No, 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 we got you. We can hear you. Hello. Walter? What happened? He needs one of those phones with a 9 You're on the battery. phone and confused is what happened. Are you with us? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, what do you got, man? I got uh, two posters. Okay. One is a movie poster that's similar that you would have seen at the uh, video stores. From okay. The 80s. It's called a, a movie called Prissy's Honor. Jack Nicholson and Kathleen Turner were hit men, and they were trying to hit each other, but they fell in love. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. 28 by 56, and it stands up with a portion of the back that folds out, you know. Because it's Nicholson's, a lot of people collect Nicholson, you probably get $30, $40 for it. Yeah. If, it has, if it's got no pinholes in it, and it's uh, folded and neatly folded up. And it's just, it's a generic item. It, it's, it's not that old. Now, mm-hmm. if you had The Shining or some of the early stuff from Jack Nicholson. Cuckoo's Nest, yeah. Cuckoo's or even Nest. As Good As It Gets, where he's more, it was a more famous movie. Yeah. yeah. Not a great movie. Uh, yeah, well, no. Known. Sometimes even Jack mailed it in, eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Well, yeah. I'll have to wait till he dies. But, you know something, those, get other movie posters and stuff like that. We're going to be talking, you know, the... Uh, ben, we're talking about that show, the Fan Fest. It's coming up on uh, the Labor Day weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just because we're talking about movies for a second and TV shows. They're going to have at this Fan Fest Tim Curry from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, mm. they're going to have and other people in the cast like Barry Boswick and Meatloaf is going to be there. That's the um, the artist who did Paradise by Dashboard Light. Uh, two out of three ain't bad, and. This is what I'm saying. These You don't have to be 400 feet away from these people. You get to come up, shake their hand, get an autograph from them, talk to them, say how much you like them. Other people is going to be like this. The guys from Arrow, um, Stephen Amell, uh, David Ramsey are going to be from Arrow. Um, I think there's supposed to be people from Game of Thrones. I don't know if they're, com- they're uh, combined. People from Vampire Diaries. People from The Walking Dead are going to be there, like uh, Carrie B- Payton from The Walking Dead. I think there's three people coming from The Walking Dead. Kathleen Turner's going to be there. This way, Kathleen you get to... Turner? What would she be doing there? I don't know. She's in Romancing the Stone. Now, this is, wait a minute. Movies start, they, there was movies before 1980. You know this, eh? And... No, no, I just, she was <laughs> never a superhero or a vampire or anything like that. Or maybe she wasn't. I'm just not thinking of the movie. Like, what would be her cult following? Like, I've never known her to be a people like sensation. Well, well Richard Dreyfuss is going to be there. Predaceship of Duddy Kravitz. Now, even you know yeah, that R- one. Okay. Richard Dreyfuss is going to be there? Richard like Dreyfuss actual... is, yes. Wow. No, I'm talking about uh, Victor Garber, who uh, does the, uh, was on The Flash on a lot of Canadian shows, Felicia yep. Day. There's also going to be people there from, uh, well, Bogart and I will be there. And they're going to be, there's also comic artists. And uh, it's 130,000 people. It takes over the convention center for the Labor Day weekend. Okay. okay it should be on your sold. bucket How list. do I have tickets? You have to, go, you have to dial in. Just go FanFest. And it'll say FanFest uh, Toronto. It's the only one that'll pop up on the screen, 2017. Over 400,000 square feet. That's how big the event this is. It's and thir- you'll be there as well. Oh, we're going to be there. We, Bogart yeah. and I, because we're not as famous as everybody else, we're going to give away millions and millions of dollars for people to come and see us. They're going to be Zimbabwe dollars, but we're going to sign them. They're going to be from one of our shows. That's supposed to be a, a disclaimer that you don't, you know, you pee in a little small fault. Well, I did. I just said, I, I said it very quietly. But it's going to be, this is a show that should be on people's bucket. If you've never been to this, you got to go and just have some fun and meet these people close up. But like I said, the last caller with these movie posters, I guarantee there'll be 5,000 movie posters at this show. I guarantee okay. there'll be a million comic books at this show to choose from. Okay? Okay, fair enough. Back to work. Let's okay, talk to okay. Mike in Toronto who has an item he'd like to have assessed. Mike, how are you? Very good. How are you? Good. Pretty good, man. What do you got? Okay. I've got a pair of glasses from the 1939 World Fair. One glass is painted, they're all hand-painted, with the food building. 
Yeah. And the other glass is painted with a couple of sailing boats, but they're all unpainted. That's why I never use them. I'm scared the paint might wear off. Oh, it will. If you put in the dishwasher, that's what happens. I mean, that's why people will pay extra money for something that's in perfect shape. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Now, so we got vintage hand-painted glasses. Right. Ah, 1939. That was a big World's Fair. I'm trying to think. The glasses are probably, if I was selling them in my store, I'd probably be selling them for about $10, $15 because a lot of stuff showed up from that. There was a well-marketed, because it was in the United States, and because I think it was in Chicago, 19, that was 33 in Chicago. This is New York. Um, they're going to be 10 to, uh, 10 to $20. That's all that's going to be because there's, people will have these, and they're still collectible, but they're not, uh, it almost costs that much to ship them. This is where your problem is. People collect World, World Fair stuff, and it's just the same way they collect World Series stuff, Stanley Cup stuff. Any big event, the merchandisers are there giving away stuff, or I mean selling stuff. Now, if you had some stuff that was from behind the scenes from uh, one of the pavilions that was only given out to the office staff or one of the actual signs that was on one of the buildings... Yeah. That would be a different thing. But something given out as a souvenir is not going to have the same kind of value. Okay? Yes. Wish I could help you more on this, but next caller is Frank from Welland. Frank, how are you? How are you and what do you got, man? How are you? Pretty good. Okay. I got uh, three $1,000 bills. Ooh. Um, I'll give you 900 a piece. No. Uh, <laughs> no. It depends. <laughs> now, what year are they from, sir? I they have the queen on them in 1954 uh, or a king? Queen on them and they're in excellent condition. Um, that means no creases, corners sharp, still crisp, right? Yeah. Okay. Are they from 54 or are they later the 88 series? Or do they have a king on them? I never really, really looked at them. You got $1,000 bills, you don't even look at them? Well, now's the time, man. Down Come to on. Yeah. I wish I was that rich. I had $1,000 bills. I never look at them. If you've got $1,000 bills from 1937, the crisps are going to be worth about 20000 If you've got one that's from a 1954 but a devil's face in it, it'll be worth between five and 10000 If you've got a later one, they're worth about $1,100. It's still better. Now, if they're mint and there are some collectible ones that were made a little bit in shorter print runs, right. they're worth a bit more. But most people have the ones that are worth around eleven hundred dollars. I see. But so this is the thing: if you've been saving it since nineteen fifty-four, you've lost money on uh, the interest. Well, he would know that. He would yeah. know that. Yeah. So when did you when when did you get these bills? Yes, I'll have to get over to you guys. Come on over. Yeah. You know where we are? Ten thousand three forty-one young. We're on the south side of the wall. Okay. We're the other guys there. We're the friendly guys. Yeah. Where we're friendlier. Not that right. they're not friendly. We're friendlier. How's that? All right. Okay. Wait. I'm told that Walter from London is called back with another movie poster he wants assessed. Walter, quickly, what do you got now? No, I had two posters. I want to talk about the second one. Oh, okay. A boxing poster? Yep. World Heavyweight Championship. Remember the old closed-circuit TV? Yep. Which one? An advertising poster, 14 by 23 in three colors. It's uh, from Kingston, Jamaica, Fraser versus Foreman. Why oh, that'd be worth something. <laughs> This is uh, this is Foreman, Foreman Fraser, yeah, from Jamaica. Now it was in. Now where was the um, event? Where you've got it for a closed circuit? Where was the? What was the venue? The venue was in London. It's called the London Gardens. It was a big arena here. Oh, okay. Back in the seventies. Oh yeah, just south of the four hundred one there, right? Exactly. Yeah, I know. The, the London Knights used to play there. That's the best place for it. They moved it into town and it caused a disaster. In my eyes. Wait, so you are you looking at the poster right now? This is this is the first fight or the second fight? Yeah. I don't know which. Doesn't say. Well, it would be the first, I believe. And first. you owned this? You you took it from the moment? From from that day or whatever? I got it up the gas station. It was on the, in the window. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because okay. that's how they would have advertised back then. A poster like that's probably going to be worth three, four hundred. Okay. That's much better than the movie one. I've always uh, wondered. Yeah, but the only thing is, because it's for a um, closed circuit, it might be a little less, right. but still be something that a lot of people can't get. It's probably on a very hard co cardboard, is it? Or is it on a paper stock? It's on a thick paper or thin cardboard. It's uh, got yeah. the pictures, the stock pictures, the two boxes that there, you know, yeah. gloves up. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's so. Yeah, I was gonna say the famous promotional fight one was like almost like a. It had a yellow background. It said the Sunshine Showdown. That would be the first fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the second one. Okay. I but don't know. Still very collectible. It's still gonna be one fifty anyway. I yeah, think for no problem. By the venue, I'm sure it's not a special poster from the boxers or whatever. No, it would be from the closed circuit thing that there was going on. Yeah. They're no, they're less valuable than if you have one from the actual event. If, I don't. I'm. Well, it's still a cool poster for oh, boxing still cool. fans for yeah. sure. And, and I mean that's sort of re- reaching a, a fever pitch right now again. I mean boxing's been quiet basically for ten years until next Saturday. We've got the biggest boxing event maybe ever when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the Merriweather uh, you know, one, Conor right? Conor McGregor versus Mayweather. Okay, Walter, so that one's probably worth 150 Speaking of movie memorabilia, memorabilia I think we might have uh, tapped a fresh vein of gold here, Paul. Listen to this. we got Tony from Brampton, and he's got some movie memorabilia as well. Tony, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Pretty good. And what do you have? Uh... Paul, I have what I left off a list at your store. Oh, you, yes. And you were I, there, and you were supposed to get back to me. I was going to get back to you tomorrow. I'm sorry. Oh, customer complaint. <laughs> of course. Customer <laughs> complaint. I was, hey, I, I ran out a day before I ran you. out of work all this week. I got the list. It's an amazing list. Amazing stuff you've got there. Um, I do want to see it, and then it just comes down to price and how fast you and what you want to sell there. I was actually impressed with the stuff you've got, the movie memorabilia there, uh, but it's going to take probably four or five hours. It's not something I can do in five minutes or oh, ten no, minutes. That's quite all right. It took you probably three hours to type that thing. Well, no, I, I don't type. My wife does that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what, what are the, some of the highlights yeah. of this collection? He's got a, um, I think it was a menu that was signed from the Superman movie, Gene Hackman, uh, Reeves. At the, there was a lot of people, some people were passed on. That'll be a nice time. A lot of publicity stills, a lot of the press photos, and a lot of the press kits. Before the movie comes out, if I'm not right, mistaken here, they would send out press kits and they, people would order what kind of movie, what kind of um, uh, advertising they want in the theater. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and they'd actually order, like, I want this size, this size, this, 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 and you send me the movie. Everything's done in advance because you hear about a movie being completed in September, not in 2014, and comes out in 2017. It takes that long to get all the publicity and all that stuff together on it, eh? Uh, Paul. So help me. Yep. Paul, can I interrupt you for a minute? Sure. Those two guys in your store, they are so nice. Thank you. They they treated us so well, and uh, they actually had a great sense of humor, and we had some laughs, but they treated my wife and I uh, uh, just like we were, were made of gold. <laughs> Let's yep. put it that way. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. No, no. They, they've got a great teacher. How's that? I think it's me. Oh, Sorry, okay. am, I taking the, am I taking too much credit here? Hey, <laughs> okay. I think so. I no, no, they were nice people when I hired them. Okay, you're right. They were nice when I hired them. I'm sure they oh, were. Thank you, and I will call you tomorrow. Thanks for the call uh, okay, and for the Paul. kind words for the store staff. Uh, our next caller is Mike in Brampton, and he has a picture of the Avro Arrow, or one of them. Mike, what's up? Well, it's a 26 by 20 frame I got it in. Okay. And it's a beautiful picture. Taking picture or painting? Before the uh, Pearson went up before the airports. with the old clapboard airport. Do you remember that? No, this is even before my time. Okay, uh, I'm 79, so I guess I'm pre-seizure. But it was a, it was coming out of the hangar. It was a beautiful, you know, picture. Did you took the picture out of the hangar, no, or was a well, picture of the plane coming out of the hangar? I got this picture from a friend. He was an engineer. So is this from the Avro people? This from is not publicity. During Diefenbaker's time. Yep. And uh, it uh, it's a good picture. Sitting on the tarmac, it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Ten mm. years ahead of anything else they got in the States. Have you seen, is it, it's that size, it was probably some kind of um, advertising, not advertising, publicity or yeah. publicity. Probably going to be worth, I'm willing to bet 500 to $800. Is that what it's worth? Oh, I, there's a lot of people collect Avro, and I haven't seen it, but it's like something like that. Mm-hmm. You can get good money. It's not your fifty dollar item. No, it's the people who want Avro stuff. Um, I had some plans one day that were taken right out of the factory, and I got five thousand for them, and I only had three blueprints or something. Of what? The arrow. The arrow. Yeah. And you got five thousand dollars. 
Yeah, this is a long yeah, time ago. People go mental this... for this stuff, right? Yeah. Canadians are very proud of that history and obviously, you know, went into yeah. space research after that and when they destroyed the program. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what, what Paul's saying is that if you were to have a photo of like, oh, when I was a little girl, I clicked a, pol- a Polaroid of an Avro arrow that's never been seen before. And Paul's sort of, uh, is, that, is this yeah. the equation that's going on in your head? Yeah. Is this a photo that was a one-off that no, the world's never seen before? Or is this something that they handed out to, uh, to brag to people, to boast about the program? Yeah, that's, and um, you're guessing it's the boasting side, yeah. Yeah, but still be a nice photo. If it's that size and it's probably on a little bit of thicker stock, nice frame, it might have been in an executive's office or something like that. Anything yeah, that... there's a bunch of guys listening right now going, I'd love to have it. Yeah. No, no. So what you can do is take it to Paul's store. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's 10341 Young Street, 10,341 Young Street during regular working week hours. He can have a look at the, the, the thing for you there. You might, I might be able to sell it there? Yes. Okay. You You'll be able to consign it, it for sure. Yeah. You'll be able to, it might be worth more. I have to see it because uh-huh. uh, I've never seen this before, and I'm going by what you're saying right now. I'm pretty sure it's that kind of an item, okay? Okay, 10,341 Young. Yes, that's right. Just north of Major McKenzie on Young Street. But call to make sure I'm there or else you have to leave it there because I'm out doing stuff all the time. Like I say, I run out of day before I run out of work, and I'm always doing something. Okay. Mike, thanks for your phone call. We're going to uh, put you on hold. We can swap information. Sebastian Hearn will take uh, your details if you want to share them and stay on the line. In the meantime, James from Toronto, I'm told, has called in. Uh, for you, Paul, he might have some props that you're interested in. Okay. James, what do you got, man? Hey, good afternoon. Are they what heavy got, props? I'm going to send Bogart to pick them up. I oh, hope they're heavy. No, no, ben. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give Bogart too much hard work to do. Thank you. Finally. Somebody's on my side. Okay. No, I got it. Uh, one of those old converters that you're, you're asking about. Oh, the Gerald's with the wires on them? This is not a Gerald. This is a Stockholm 36 with the wires in it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, okay, I'm not worried that much about the brand. I just want, I need as a prop because we're doing some, we're, I'm doing a YouTube video. Am I saying this right? I'm going to be, and I need it for a prop. So I'm, in the next week or so, if you call me at the store, I'll come and pick it up. You don't even have to drive it out to me. Uh, we'll work out a price. It's not a lot of money. No, no, I'm not selling it to you. I'm giving it to you. Okay, that's even better. That's my, you're my favorite James, type of client. Don't be a pushover. <laughs> Come on. Do a trade for something. Okay, I'll trade you for half a million Zimbabwe dollars. How's that? Okay? That's even cool. Yeah, say you want something collectible, a piece of silver, something like that. Uh, James, thank you, for, thank you so much for your uh, phone call. We have to take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. Our phone number, if you have an item you'd like to get an assessment of, maybe it's a rare item. Maybe you don't even know if it has any value at all. But we discover those sorts of things on this show. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. Our phone line is open. If you have a rare item you think might have some special value, you can call in for a free assessment, 416-360-0740. In studio, two guys who know the stuff business very well, two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny. Our next caller is Donna. She's calling from Niagara Falls. She's got some autographs. What do you got, Donna? How are you? Hello. How you doing? Hi. What do you got? Um, I have two autographed photos of some soup, soap opera stars from the round, I'm going to say 1990. 
Okay. Oh, wait, who? Who? Victor well, from Young and the Restless? They're kind of locked away. One of them was Drake Hokenstein. Hold on, I'm Googling this. What? What show was he on? Oh, my children are Days of Our Lives. I think it was Days of Our Lives. A lot of the soap opera people are very friendly to the public. and They are. Yeah. And so they're autographs because they sign a lot and, and they're available, like NASCAR drivers are the same thing. Right. They're only worth usually 20 to 30 to $40. It, the, oh. the, the real value is what it is to you, but you've got it locked away somewhere. But it, Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a very senior like person. I don't need them anymore. Well, then you can't. We would take them. We would buy them from I, you. I don't, I haven't watched a soap opera probably for 20, 20, oh, I don't know, 20 years. Well, I haven't watched one for 40 years, so you beat me. Yeah. Okay. And so I don't, you know, I'd rather just sell them. You can. Now, if you're up in our area, we're 10,341 young, you can bring them in. We'll buy the autographs. No. Oh. I live in the falls. But I am probably going to Ottawa in September, <laughs> I thought I could take a detour back home and go. Yes, there, come on in. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, that doesn't help anyone. I'll be in Charlotte <laughs> if you need me. Uh, so Drake Hogenstein, I, I just looked him up. He's an American actor, best known for his long-running role as John Black on the American yeah. soap opera Days of Our Lives. That's it. Are you a fan so of this guy, or did you just end up with this thing? We went to. Uh, they had at the Canada's Wonderland, I think it was. Yeah. When they came in person. Right. So are you a fan or you just ended up with his autograph? No, no. We entered, my daughter and I, we had to watch shows and answer questions and we won a spot. Oh, I see. Six. Oh, cool. They might be yeah, a little bit harder to get. At the time. Right. Yeah, so they're pretty old. Nineteen ninety. Come on in on your way back from Ottawa. I guarantee you'll have fun dropping in and seeing us. Okay, I have a ton of things. I oh. have antique, um, no. antique things, small things. Like, what did they whip egg whites with before they had an electric blender or electric? Oh, the, the egg whipper. You ever heard of such a thing? You know what you gotta do. You gotta hang on. Sebastian's going to take your number because I go uh-huh. to Niagara Falls and I'm going down to Niagara Falls. And I go to St. Catharines. I'm going to be actually I'm going oh, to be in St. Catharines. You bring Ca- up an egg beater and now all of a sudden you want to go to Niagara Falls. No, I was going in. No, she's got other things. Bogart, you. I'm going to bring make you back. I'm going to make you come with me. So what we're going? I'm going. I go down to Niagara Falls and I'll be going to Niagara Falls, St. Catharines, and Grimsby about ten days from now. Give me a call or stay on the line. Give Sebastian your call, your name and your number, and I will call you when I'm in the area, and we'll see what we can do. How's that? And then I'll save you a trip from Ottawa, okay? Okay, great. All right. Our yeah, next... I'm still planning to go to Ottawa, but later. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, great. Our next caller is Steve from Mississauga, and I'm told he's got some Lennon collectible. John Lennon? Steve, what's up, man? What do you got? Hi, good afternoon. Well, it's a 1970 poster... Uh, of uh, War is Over If You Want It. Uh, Happy Christmas from John and Yoko. And it's, under and it's a poster? Yeah, the, the poster was released along with the song uh, in Toronto, Mississauga, Tokyo, and New York. London as well. Okay, mm. I'm looking for this. Add poster. Yeah, possibly. me too, me too. Hmm. If it's Lenin, anything. Oh, so is it them holding up the sign saying the war is no, over? It's, it's simply the words, war is over if you want it. Okay. Happy as Christmas. Okay. Okay, what? well, I'm seeing one, uh, you know, one posted here. The asking price is $2,500 from the original, the original poster. Yeah, this is original. I don't know if this thing. is the model yeah. that they made them from. How big is yours? Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's a loaded question. Oh, the, the uh... I, I wouldn't be curious about the other thing, man. What's going, what's going on in that head of yours? Come on. <laughs> Uh, can't help it, dirty mind. Uh, bear with me, I'm just, uh, going into the hall here. It's, uh, what would that be? About 30 inches by 20 inches? Yeah. Oh, this is getting worse. Okay, no, okay. It's, <laughs> if it's a first printing, they're worth about $30, $40. If it's an original, if you had the original one they actually used, um, even signed by Lennon, that'd be fast. That'd be well, something unbelievable. It wasn't yeah. signed, sadly, no. No, but, but even if you had one... There is, whenever they make a poster, they have to make it from something. The original, yep. yours is a reprint of it. 
even though and yours is a first printing of it or a second printing. Now, if it's a first printing, it's going to be worth about $30, $40 maybe. Wow. Uh, that's, now, because it doesn't – posters with pictures of the people on, like Lennon, will sell for more than just words. Words are more of the graphic part. People want something that looks pretty in the room as well and are willing to pay for it. Okay, that right. comes with all posters. Uh, like, and it, being original, or if you had something that's a little earlier, 70s is, is kind of late as well. People like the Beatles a bit more. But it'd be something I'd be interested in, something we could sell for you, but you'd have to bring in. Do you have any of the records that go with it? Oh, heck yeah. I've got some 45s original, sure. Yeah. That's what I'm buying. I'm buying, we buy vinyl. Uh, we buy, if it's in good shape, we buy the LPs. Vinyl right make, now is making a huge comeback, huge comeback. And we're being able to sell it. Two years ago, I wouldn't give me uh, anything for it. Eight tracks uh, to uh, to a collector down in poor credit. <laughs> eight tracks are not making the comeback, but they sell. But well, they're not. They're ever. They're never making a comeback. Okay. Yeah. Eight oh, tracks are never, never say making. Never, man. Okay. <laughs> but we still buy them. Thank you very much for the call. Thanks for your call. Our next caller is Brenda from Orangeville. She also has a picture of the Avro Arrow. Okay. Brenda, what's up? Hi, Paul. Um, my husband's aunt worked at A.V. Rowe, um, and I have a picture she gave me many years ago of the Avro Arrow in flight, taken, I guess, from another plane. It's probably 12 by 11, the picture, and I've had it for about, I don't know, I've been married 50 years, so I've had it longer than that. Okay. So, now, it depends on how many they made of these. This sounds like more something they would have given out to the employees and something. The other one was framed and bigger. Um, I see. Okay. This is probably on photo stock. You can still probably get fifty, seventy-five dollars for if it's originally out of there. It should have a back stamp on the back of it saying where it came from. Okay. And it um, it'll say from the factory. It'll say um, who the photographer was or something like that. Okay. And where is your address uh, in Young Street? We're at bet- north of Major Mac and south of Elgin Mills on Young Street. We're okay. in Richmond Hill, yes. ten thousand three forty-one Young Street. 10341 Lots of free parking out front, okay. and we are south of the wall. There's it's another coin shop. Pardon? It's free parking? It is free parking, Why yes. have I been paying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's free parking outside our store, and we're, there's another coin shop right next to us, but we are the, we're in the, in the strip mall. Okay. Okay, and you'll see Bogart and my picture on, okay. the, in, on the front window. How's Thank that? Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you, and look forward to seeing hey, you. Bogart. And Bogart. Our next caller is Jack from Toronto. Jack from Toronto. How are you and what do you have? I have a, a, a model of the USS Starship Enterprise. Okay. The original oh, one. Oh, cool. Like, original ship. It's made of pewter as far as I can tell. And it's about, well, maybe about 10 inches in length, 4 inches in diameter. How much would that uh, The pewter ones are made later. Um, that would be something that you'd be seeing at this FanFest show. They, they'd have thousands of models like that, and people collect that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I should say something right now. If you are going to bring me comics or bring me these things for that are comic-related, do not bring them to the show where I am. You come and see us. We'll give you millions of dollars, and, and we'll talk to you and everything, but I won't be able to do appraisals at the show. You have to come to my shop and because uh, we anticipate being very busy. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody, but I won't be able to do appraisals. But on this thing here, the pewter ones, I think, are about $100, depending if yours is 1967, 77, 79. Because every time they came out with a movie, they kept on using the same starship, okay? Yeah, and um, they would keep on making it. And because they were very prolific at coming at merchandising Star Trek and Star Wars, both of them, there's a lot of stuff out there. The early stuff from 1966, 67 in Star Trek is huge. If you've got uh, stuff from the first season, because uh, I bought it in, a, in what's now called the Bay. I think it might have been Simpsons at the time, but the store on Queen and Young they had it in one of these uh, stamp at a stamp counter. Okay, what year did you buy it? Pardon? What year did you buy it? I believe it was in '95. Ah, so you you probably got oh, a later piece, yeah. and that's why I'm saying these things when we're. It's a it's a redo. It's a redo. It's it's still worth money. It's very pretty and yeah, everything like that. But it's not worth the big collectible money. As you online, the 1991 and newer version. It's a raw cliff pewter, and they're asking between ten and fifteen dollars. The one from yeah. the 70s go for as high as say uh, fifty bucks per. And then Franklin Mint made a series of Star Trek and USS Enterprises out of pewter. Those are selling right around a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yours are the lower end of the spectrum there. Yeah. 
we just sold a Star Trek number two comic book for five hundred and fifty dollars, but it's right from that seems reasonable. That's reasonable. No, I was happy. (laughs) No, Ray in North York is our next caller, and he says he's got a picture of Marilyn Monroe. Ray, how are you? Ray. Ray. Uh oh. Ray. Ray. Ray with a picture of Norma Jean Baker, Marilyn Monroe. Ray, are you there? Yeah, hi there. Ray, what's going on, man? Hello? Tell us more about this picture. Yeah, hi there. Um, well, it's um, it's kind of a th- uh, on a board, like you know where you see uh, you seen a fish on a on one of those size boards. Okay. This is what I have. It's a it's a Marilyn Monroe. Um, it has about uh, four four photographs. But you tilt it, you tilt it to the side, and it, it's a different. Uh, um, it's a flat. Yeah, I know what you know. Yeah, the picture changes. Yeah. Those are after War, Warhol. They go for about one hundred and fifty dollars. I got the larger one in my store this week, and we sold it for ninety-five dollars. Small world. I actually just bought one of those. The different headshots of Marilyn, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a small one. Yeah, it's not a big one. That'll probably be All right, work. so cool piece. If yeah. it were bigger, around a hundred bucks. Okay. The problem is, do you um, are you TTC accessible? Because I can't get to your store other than go, getting on the subway. The CTC. We are north on the. I think you have to convert. You have to transfer yeah, over to the Richmond Hill line, and it takes us right up Young Street. The T, The subway's on Young Street. The bus line's on Young Street. We're on Young Street. Everything so seems like a plan. So when do I, where do I get off? At Crosby, and you can ask them. We're we're world famous up there. They're right at the corner of Crosby and Young. Phone, make sure I'm there ahead of time, and um, I'm sure I can help you. Okay. You're not there though. Who is there? Oh, there is Walter and uh, <laughs> Silent D will be there, and they're very knowledgeable. And if if they don't know, they'll guess and they'll call me. They'll okay. Buy the, they'll buy it off me there though. Yes, if it's what you described. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Also, do you buy hockey carts? Yes. What years are they from? Uh, well, I'm not at home right now, but I've got a Eric Lindros rookie no. card. No. Okay. Eric Lindros. Anything after the 90s, we can leave them in the parking lot. They won't even steal them. If you're going to buy... Really? Ho- yeah. No, no. Wow. Uh, hockey cards have to be before 1980, and uh, the older stuff... What happened in the 90s is that they kept on printing and printing and printing and printing, and literally, we put them into auction. You can buy... a. 20 pounds of hockey cards in our auction for $30 or $20. Oh, that sounds And we thank you for coming and make sure you take your hockey cards with you. But out of that same time period, hockey cards went down in popularity. Things like Nintendo and, uh, you know, the Game Boys and all that, um, the the video games, we're now looking for those. One just sold for $71,000 for a video game. Yeah, I've heard of this, especially if it's like the, uh, the the first few that went out, either the playing console or the actual video game itself. Well, people have and these even in unpopular the games at the time sell for big bucks now. Yeah, yeah, and this is something that some people should talk to. I mean, they're their kids or their grandkids. They're sitting in people's basements, and we will buy them if they're still in the package. They're worth more, but a lot of times they were still working. The kids just got older and stopped playing with them, and they're packed up in a box in somebody's basement just sitting there, and people are going to call a place that buys junk or picks up your junk. They're going to give them to them, and then they'll give them to us. I maintain that we will actually give you money for these. We're not going to charge you to take them away. And the people should be knowing that some of these video games, some are worth $5, but some are worth $70,000. It's the in-between well, In your ones. basement, they're worth zero, so in, consider yes. it that way. Hey, that reminds me. We haven't talked about the uh, Christie auction, the outdoor auction. That's coming up in September, is it not? Yep. No, September 9th. on that. In yep. September 9th, Bogart and I are going to be there in y, booth Y10, and people can come out and see us. With, we'll be with 100 other dealers selling antiques, uh, furniture, uh, comic books, Anything we'll be we we'll be selling your childhood back to you at vastly inflated prices. But you can come and see everything there. If you're going to decorate the home, the Christie Antique Show is the place to be. It's on highway. It's on one thousand um, Highway Five, which is just uh, west of Highway Six, just outside of Hamilton. It's worth the trip. I'm going to say it only happens twice a year, 
And people come from all over the world to go to this show because there's so many antiques and good stuff in Canada. And this is where the top dealers and us, and we're there as well, but other top dealers are there selling everything from oil cans to uh, uh, paintings to 15th century antiques. It's got everything there. It's an outdoor show, but people protect their stuff in tents. But this is September 9th, and this is what we were talking about last time. I said, you should be going to my friend at Clappison's Corners. He's there on Highway 6, and then you can come along to the Antique Show, and then you can go up to uh, Southworks Antique Mall, which advertises on this show. And they've just moved, and they've got 30,000 square feet. If you can't find the antiques you're looking for in those three places, you must be looking for a live elephant or something. Okay. <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant, yeah. Yeah. Doris no. from Niagara-on-the-Lake is calling. Uh, uh, Doris, what do you have, a piece of coffee advertising? Hi. 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 Uh, I have a, a coffee jar, an instant coffee jar uh, by Maxwell House, uh, USA-sponsored in 1992. Okay. Is it open? Did you use it? Oh, I've used the coffee, the jars. <laughs> Still here. Okay. That, that's okay. not so that's old enough. It's not old enough? No, uh, that's... Yeah, I think what you have there is just something to be recycled. I don't yeah. know that it's necessarily... Is there any interesting art on it or anything? Well, just like it's like a flag, and on it it's got Maxwell House, USA, and it's got the symbols of the sponsor of the Olympics. Oh, interesting. That might oh, be... Oh, the Olympics. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. you know something? That probably... Then you could probably get... because. I bet you get twenty, thirty dollars for that jar, oh. because of the Olympics and because of Maxwell House. People collect Maxwell House. People collect Olympics. Yeah. Um, when you ever get a cross collectible that two different people are buying for the same item, I see. Good things happen to the guy who's selling it. He gets to get more money for it. How's that? Right. Okay. Right. And if you bring it to us, the more money you get, the more money I make, okay. and everyone's happy. How's that? Okay, that's fine. Thank you. I also have a DFC cross, but I'm not. Sure, I'm going to sell it, but I'd like to know if it had any value. I'm lost. What is that? What it's a military cost, World War II. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, but sterling, but it's going to be worth about. We, 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 I refuse to melt metals, and I um, try and find them new homes at all times. All military like that, I refuse to melt them. People died, and, uh, and I think they should be given a bit of respect. Uh, we do buy them, but they only go for about $25 to $40. Mm-hmm. But out of curiosity, it, what is their melt value? About thirty, twenty-five. Oh, okay. So yeah. right around. We pay well. we pay okay. more, but the point is, is that um, people will give us. We buy the uniforms. We'll buy the medals. I still have that whole library. I'm trying to sell. I have I have a four hundred books of World War II. I'm trying to sell, but we have not had any luck yet. I haven't been trying very hard. All right, though. Doris. So it's not a piece of garbage. It's a valuable collectible. Yeah. Maxwell House coffee tin or jar, whatever it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Our next caller is Riley from Sarnia, and I'm told that Riley has some coins he'd like assessed. Riley, what do you got, man? How are you? Yes, good afternoon, you guys. I listen to your show quite often, you know. I find it very interesting. Uh, I have cool. a coin in my hand right now, and it's circa 1939 uh, CNE. And one side, it's got a picture, the face of Lucky Teeter, yep. and it says, May good luck accompany the bearer. Uh, Lucky Teeter, world champion. On the reverse side, it's got Hell Drivers, Lucky Piece, and it's got a picture of one of those Model A cars or Model T on what they are. Anyway, it's a one-owner, me. Okay. I, I picked this up when I was a kid at the CNE one, one year, and uh, I've, I've tried in the past to find out if it's worth anything. It's worth a lot to me, of course. Yeah. But uh, if there's some monetary value, I'd like to know about it. You ever heard of this thing? Yeah, no, no. Um, C- the C&E, yes, I have. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm kidding. The other part, no. Look at where your age. <laughs> yeah, Paul, if I recall, we had a couple calls right around the time of the CNE, like last year about this or before. Yeah, I remember yeah. somebody had these exact coins. Yeah, I, I think it's around. For, a lot of these metals and coins from the CNE, people do collect the CNE. Um, pins from about 1900 go for about $100. 1939, uh-huh. as you get later, probably only going to be between 40 and $50. There are people yeah. collecting it. And that's an estimate. I can't, I don't know how many were made of this, 
Um, even and the it condition, was, obviously. I, I've never ever heard of another one, guys. Honest to God, I never. Uh, and this thing is in mint condition. I've, I've got it in my hand right now. I'm looking at it. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to be able to buy it off you because I think... Oh, no, well, but, too bad. No. <laughs> anyway, I, I was really curious about it, you know, because I've had it since I was just a little kid. I got it myself at the CNE, and I've had it all these How'd years. you get it? Can I ask that? We're going, you're going to educate me here. How'd you get this coin? I'm sorry, what? How'd that? you get it? What was going on that you got this this coin? You know, the big thing when we were kids is go to the grandstand show yep. at the CNE, which is in the afternoon all the time, you know. And that's, uh, that was just, like, fantastic. And uh, one of the big shows they had there every year was Lucky Teeter and his Hell Drivers. And they used to go have, send cars flying off the ramps and, <laughs> you know, doing all that stuff. And I I really can't remember the day now. I'm, I'm well okay. in my 80s, <laughs> so I can't remember exactly. But I remember the, the day I got this coin, and I just... 25 to 50... I'm going to say now, now that you told me they had a whole show, and it wasn't a small little uh, display, it's going to be between 25 and $50, and I'm, it's worth considerably more to you, but make sure you tell that story to whoever you give this coin to. We right, still right. can get the story of how it actually ended up in your hand, though. Yeah. Do you have to drive a car through a hoop no. of fire? What, like... No, I think the, the people who are... I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep listening, you know. And if somebody knows something more about it, uh, I, I surely would like to hear about it. Perfect. Okay, we're seeking more of an education on this thing. Uh, you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. Our phone lines have been open and continue to be for your calls if you'd like a free assessment on any item that you have. Our number, 416-360-0740. But you know what? The show ends at the top of the hour. And uh, if you want to go and find out more, you can always visit the store. Paul and Bogart have a store. Their faces are in the window. It's located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie. And again, the address 10,341 Young Street. You can also call their store during regular work week hours. The number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Our next caller is Mary from Turkey Point. Mary, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a picture which is a supplement to um, the standard uh, Montreal 1910. Uh, okay. It's approximately 52 inches long by 14 inches wide. Um, Panoramic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it just has the made of, well, I don't know if it's made in this then, but a boat sort of down in the uh, in the right-hand corner. The American Falls, look, it looks sort of like a slag heap behind it or beside it with a... Um, I can't remember what you call them. A sort of um, runway going down to um, a building. Okay. Most of these things are supplements to the paper, and they were meant to be collected. Most of the ones that are worth money are they had, like, the the English fleet in, uh, in, in port, in Halifax. They would have a panoramic of a... Of, of, a, of a battalion. They would have a sporting event. Some of the ones that were cross-collectible have gone on to be, they're worth maybe 50 to $100 if you have them in the original, people put them in oak frames. Uh, some of them were not as good. It was a big thing back then. The newspapers would give away free pictures. Um, most of the time, 
if it's not most of the ones that are collectible are the sports related stuff because there'll be a hockey player or a sports event or something like that. Most of the ones that are non-sport are not as collectible. Not as collectible. Yeah. I'm sorry to you know, but it still looks nice on your wall. Yeah, um, but they gave them away. It's um, an amazing picture when you sort of look at it, and there's nothing except trees and a couple of buildings. Yeah, no, no, but just people back then, it was nice to have something that big. They would give these away. People had to buy newspapers, but with the sport ones, they would have 15 players from the hockey team. You know what I mean? Like, um, and people would have to buy the magazine, every the, the paper on those days, and that would make them buy it. Circulation was drove it. You, uh, Everyone probably remembers the Toronto, the hockey pictures that were in the the Telegram and the Toronto Star magazine in the early 1960s where we had our favorite hockey players. I remember going down on Saturday, couldn't wait to get the magazine, and it was the first thing out of that newspaper, and I would be, my parents didn't even get to see it, okay? So it's, it made, it, is it collectible? Uh, but sports collectibles are always better, okay? Sorry I don't have better news for you on this one here, okay? Thank but, you for your phone call. What I want to talk about a little bit, and we talked about last week, is getting the second opinion, okay? I was in a house this week. I want to say this because I'm in the house this week, and someone said that someone came in, and they sold 21 cups and saucers for $5 each. They had a couple of other ones that the other person didn't take because they didn't see them, and I gave them $110 for three of them. I can't overemphasize, not just getting from me, but you have to get second opinions on people. Just because someone comes into your house and says, I'm going to give you money for something, you should get a second opinion or find out what the stuff is worth, okay? And this is for a lot of our listeners. They just want to get rid of the stuff, but you really feel dumb if you were selling a $400 cup and saucer for $5. That's just not fair, and some people will take advantage of you, and I want people to get second If you get second opinions there's a lot less chance of these some people taking advantage of you, okay? And the other thing, that goes Paul as well. Paul Kenny's on the level. That's what you say. I'm saying that, no, He's because... He's on the level. Yeah, but I've had a person bring in costume jewelry this week, and we could have bought all this costume jewelry, but there was two pieces of gold in there, okay? A lot of people don't even know that they own gold. A lot of people, because they, they, the, the, the costume jewelry looks so good... But I say, no, this piece here is 14 carat, and it's worth $116. Yes, this other piece that looks like gold is worth 90 cents, okay? But we buy the costume. I want people to, your costume jewelry, just because it's called costume jewelry, if you bought the 1960s and 50s and 40s, it's still got value as costume, not as much as if it has gold. But if we can find the gold in there or the silver for you, you will end up with more money, okay? And, like, I want Trust pe- Paul Kenny. Yes. Well, just come up and get that second, second opinion. I can't, I can't overemphasize that. And like I say, we, we deal in gold. We, we, our shop is called Toronto Gold Silver. We deal in gold and silver. We actually know what we're doing. And I don't take offense. I'll, if I give someone a price, I'll, like, the customer should know and ask these questions. What, if you're not even on our sh- in, our, in our store, you should be saying, how much does my gold weigh? How much per gram are you giving me for it? And then work out the calculations. There's no shame in asking these questions. And if a person can't answer those questions to you, do not sell your gold or silver to them. Okay? I can't overemphasize. But come and see us. There's the rant. rant I want to add the Fan Expo Canada. This is at the Metro Toronto Convention Center, August 31st to September 3rd. All sorts of celebrities are there, including you guys, Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny. Also, the Christie Auction is coming up in September. You guys have also opened a YouTube channel. If you want to learn more about these items, you guys go on rants where you explain rare items. You can go to YouTube and look up for what it's worth. Thank you for listening. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.